Alright, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Zing This. I'm Zinger. And I'm Ellie. And we've got some current events to talk to you guys about today. Guess the biggest one, well there's a big one, but the biggest one we're going to talk about first is the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. Oh my gosh, I loved it. So I'm going to preface this by saying, hashtag baby Groot. <laughs> he was so cute. I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah. He, um, apparently, he is still being voiced by, by Vin Diesel. Oh. They're, once again, altering his voice a oh, lot. To make him sound to make him younger sound or smaller tiny. or whatever you want to <laughs> consider it. Yeah. So that's really cool. There's a lot of stuff in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't seen it, definitely go out and watch it right now and then come back to listen to us. Or if you have watched it, just continue to listen to us because we're going to discuss some cool things we noticed in it. Uh, had some of Drax being Drax in it. <laughs> so that was that was cool. I didn't see any more of Yondu. No. We, we, we got him in the last one, but I didn't see him in this one. Yeah. So apparently James Gunn has also pointed out that he's trying to not show too much in the trailers because he said that a lot of... People, us, and a lot of other people who do YouTube videos and podcasts discuss too much and do a lot of speculation. So he doesn't want to ruin any of the movie for us by revealing too much. Well, that's good. I like that. So that being with with that, I mean, we saw some Gamora stuff, which was really cool. Saw a lot of baby, a lot more baby Groot. We saw him in a tiny little Ravengers outfit, running through a base, screaming and throwing just, somebody around. You can't have too much baby Groot. Him in Rocket having some interaction <laughs> with um, with this button will blow us up and kill us. I'm Groot. No. <laughs> so that was a really cool interaction, and there's obviously some huge battle going on because it yeah. cuts the Star Lord outside, like yelling in at them, and there's right. ships flying, and there's a ton of stuff going on. But they really, to the best of my knowledge, haven't really revealed too much about who the enemy is in this. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that they're keeping that a secret. So I'm not going to speculate because Guardians of the Galaxy can pull from so many avenues. But one of the rumors I heard is it's not Adam Warlock, but it has something to do with him. Like some, the, the enemy has some connection to him. So that's interesting. And I guess we'll see where that goes. Moving forward, staying on Guardians of the Galaxy, there was another trailer. Yes. The- for something that somebody, I'm not going to name names, talked about. Maybe you're talking about the Telltale Games one. Yes. And it, I mean, no gameplay. They don't really show you anything, but it was still cool. No gameplay, but the fact that it's Telltale Games. official. That it says Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and it says Telltale Games. That's as much of a trailer as I think I need right now because I'm in the middle of playing the Batman <laughs> game. That is phenomenal. I started that recently, and and you're probably enjoying it so far. I am. It, yes, they do such a phenomenal job that I can't wait to see what they do with this world. And I already, I just had something pop in my head. I'm wondering if you get to play as Groot, where all of your voice options are oh, "I am Groot." My gosh. And the funny thing is, I'm, this is just me speculating. The funny thing would be is all your options are I am Groot, but depending on which one you pick, they'll still respond with, oh, you're going to get that tone with me or you're going to get that way with me to where you're you're not really knowing what you're communicating. Right. I'm just guessing at that. So they might do it, they might not, but that's my quick little speculation on what they could do that I would really enjoy because I think that would be really funny to have that in there. So 
We had another interesting trailer, a remake of sorts, featuring Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. So, and I know you're going to argue with me on this. I know it's an action movie, but when we watched it, I said, I'm betting you he's going to be running at some point in the trailer. And lo and behold, at some point in the trailer, Tom Cruise is running. Can I make an obvious point out it's, there, listeners? It's an action movie, yes. so yes, he's going to run. But its I feel like every action movie he's in, if there's a trailer, he's running really fast from something or towards something. Well, it is an action movie. So, so, so that looked interesting. I, um, I don't think anyone de- has been demanding a <laughs> Mummy remake, but... It would be interesting because, I mean, with everything being crossover now and intermingling with other stuff, they might be trying to set up a shared universe with the classic monsters like Wolfman, Frankenstein, and that. So that might be what they're going at. It might have been a rights thing. I don't know. So it looked it looked like an action movie that Tom Cruise is in. Yeah. More so than a mummy movie. I but, mean, as as usual with other discussions, did it does it have to be remade? I mean, I really like the original mummy. I mean, maybe other which people don't. Original mummy though, are you talking about? The one with Brendan Fraser. I just wanted to ask that because I know there is the old one. Oh. The right, the older okay. ones that that was a remake of. So the so those are so this is a remake of a remake of a remake. Right. If I got enough remakes in there. Those were good. I felt like they they kind of fell off. Well, I was talking about the first one they did. I'm not talking about all the other sequels and spinoffs and all that. Just the the first Mummy with Brendan Fraser. I liked that one. I kind of like the second one too. I I know it has bad CGI with The Rock, but it, for the time, it was something that was. It, it's it's a fun B movie now, even though it was technically supposed to be a you know. Bigger right. budget movie, but now it's it would be a fun B movie to watch. Right, I agree with you. It would be something that if it showed up on the Sci Fi Channel, I'd which, watch it. Yeah, it, and if it originally showed up on the Sci Fi Channel, it's got about the same level of graphics and everything yes. and CG done. So, so yeah, there's that. Um, so we're gonna guess move into gaming now. We got a lot. Of, the the gaming is gonna be a huge chunk of this, but I want to hint at one more thing. Stay tuned to the end of the podcast because I'm sure you're thinking, oh, well, did, wasn't there a huge crossover event with, uh, with the DC TV shows? Well, yes, there was. But that's going to be saved for the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, let's talk about... The PlayStation Experience Conference that just happened recently. And, oh man. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. So... <laughs> I guess we're going to... Where do you start? Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to go with... This might as well have been the Naughty Dog press conference, too, (laughs) because they had a lot of stuff to show. Biggest one out of the gate, I didn't even know they were working on this. The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, super excited. So that, I mean, that one you've played a lot. You've played it a lot more than I have. Well, I I played it all the way through, yes. You played on both the PlayStation 3 and the... PS4. The PS4 port of it as yes. well. I, I need to play it. I haven't. I, I know. I, you're That's probably crazy. commenting. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I promise I'll work on it. I, I promise I'll have it played and beaten before the new one comes out. So maybe that's some challenge I'll need to do in the next week or two. So that was really cool. Like I said, I haven't played it. You played it. So what were your thoughts 
on seeing that trailer. Oh, the new trailer. I mean, it didn't show too much. Well, I mean, it kind of, it gave me more questions than answers. I mean, with her sitting on the bed and singing and there's dead bodies everywhere and he kind of walks in and is like, hey, and I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Um, I can't wait to see more about it. It looked like she had just gotten done with a fight. Oh, it looked well, like that yeah, person obviously. on the ground. I mean, she still had blood splattered on her. She had blood splattered on her. She had blood running down her face. Yes. So it looked like she had just gotten done fighting. And maybe she was trying to take a moment to play the guitar or well, try to try to act human again. Because I, I know that I haven't played this game, but I know that these games are very much strip the humanity away from the oh, characters. Oh, yes, totally. So maybe Everything her, that they go through, definitely. Maybe her trying to play the guitar after that was trying to, first her trying to grasp at what humanity she still had left. And she clearly looks older. Yes. So I'm curious how far this is since the last one. Have they announced that? I, I don't know. I, I kind of just watched the trailer. I haven't really looked too much into any backstory arcs. I haven't played it, so this, this stuff relevance for me would be... It wouldn't be relevant for me for this particular right. game. So another game we got to see was one that you kind of questioned me about a little bit because you thought they were done with this series. And I said they might be done with the Nathan Drake storyline. They might be done with numbering them. And that game, of course, is? Um, well, Uncharted The Lost Legacy. And who does that feature in the trailer? Very prominently because it's a gameplay trailer. So they got a lot of stuff in there. They well, showed um, Chloe Frazier from a, the, I think the second and Uncharted. Third. Uh, in the third yeah, she's ones, in the yes. third one a little bit too, um, if I remember correctly. And it looks really cool. I mean, it's it's an Uncharted game. I love them, and I'm not upset about having a new one. So over the top set pieces, beautiful looking game, <laughs> an interesting story. Yes, but this is the ultimate question: If Nathan Drake's not involved, will the game carry without him? I think yes, and the reason why is because the series have has done such a great job of character development and really making you immersed with the characters. So I think if they would have gone with this series with a brand new character, maybe, maybe not. But since they're calling back characters from the older games and you've built a rapport mm-hmm. with them, I think that'll I think that'll be just fine. Cool. Well, I think we got one more thing from Naughty Dog. And what would that be? Are you talking about the insane Crash Bandicoot The Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. (laughs) And that was an awesome trailer because it did the side-by-side comparison. And of course, I mean, obviously PS4 versus PS1. Right. But... It, it looks really looked cool, though. Amazing! It is definitely a game that you know I enjoyed playing as a kid. I didn't really get. Did you enjoy playing it? Yes. Because I have horror stories of remembering playing. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna say not as a kid. When I tried to play it as an adult, I think I would always overthink it too much. Because I would always fall in the hole, or I would die so many times. I enjoyed playing them. I never said I beat them or made it that far into them. So let me clarify that real quick. It's crazy, because I know they're supposed to be marketed for kids. And I just, it was, I don't know. It was insane for me sometimes of how hard I thought they were when they shouldn't have been. So it was 
insane. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to go on to talk about a interesting game series that we haven't seen an entry from in a while. That would have been Ace Combat 7, which looked phenomenal, and those games have never disappointed on the side of looking amazing right. and Always being very, very, pretty. very amazing games. It also showed that it would be VR supported as well. Yes. So that, that definitely is a game that would truly utilize that technology. As for the storyline, I know that there's crazy. I I feel like Ace Combat is the Metal Gear of flight simulators. That it's got this over the top story yes. that if someone tried to explain it to you, you'd sit there and they'd explain it to you, and you'd be like, "Can can you start at the beginning? You're flying a jet, and then what happens?" Because I know if I ever try to explain something to Metal Gear for oh, Metal Gear to somebody that's never really, played, yeah, it's impossible. I, I have to have a wall covered in string with um with tax on it linking stuff together and it still just looks crazy as all heck. So I mean and and for me Ace Combat isn't for me, but I can see why there is the Oh huge yeah, it, it has a huge huge following. And it's not that I'm saying it's a bad game, it's just I am terrible at flight simulation. I've played them a little bit. It's just I I'm not the best at that particular game, but I I understand the appeal of it. So a few other kind of quick announcements. Um, Akuma is coming to Street Fighter Five, so that was really cool to see him in there. Of course, being a, he, he looks like he has a little bit longer hair with his character design, so he looked really cool. So that's awesome to have him joining that cast of characters. Yeah, and they're supposed to be adding some other ones. I just know that one stuck out to me as one. Now I was like, whoa, they're putting him in. So that's awesome. All right, so there was a game that they announced that I didn't even realize they were making a sequel to, but you seem to keep your finger on the pulse of that genre more so than I do, and that would have been... Nino Kuni 2. And I know that's a game you previously played and that yes. you enjoyed playing a lot, so just give... I mean, that's an odd name, so I'm sure people are like, what's that? So just give a quick little <laughs> summary of what that is so people aren't like, oh, well, what, 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 what was that? Right, it is a JRPG. And it's a real-time, not Mm -hmm. turn-based. So Kingdom Hearts sort of gameplay style, where you're able to move around and you don't have to stand there slowly bouncing up and down until it's your turn. Right. Right. Um, It had really good art style. I loved, Mm -hmm. I just loved the art style. Um, A nice switch between two different, kind of two different worlds that you're going back and forth nice epic adventure so i I really enjoyed it it was really good awesome another one that i that i saw a trailer for that looked interesting was dreadnought yeah and that looks interesting because i mean you're you're in space or you know in low or low planetary orbit fighting other giant ships so it's basically like giant cruiser battles Mm -hmm. of flying ships in space or on you know, outer atmospheres of planets. That really looked cool, and that's not something I knew anything about, so that was kind of a raised my eyebrow pretty high on that one, where I was like, that seems interesting. Yeah. So, and there's been another game that you've been talking about a lot recently that um, I know that you have yeah. a lot of interest in. They showed some stuff for that as well. Well, I am a, I'm a sucker for a, um, a heroine 
mm-hmm. and lead lead role for female. Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, it does look. It looks like everything's been replaced with robots of some sort. Yeah, it's. Um, now if they can only transform. And, I will get my Transformers topic one day. Trust me. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Um, it's, yeah, it's like a, it looks like the world is the way it was when it was first. So it looks, well, it shows a lot of rusted out. So it looks like humanity's kind of left the scene or isn't as prevalent anymore. Right. You see some windmills and stuff. So it's sort of but then you Far, Cry, the Far Cry, Far um, Cry Primal. Primal set in the future yeah kind of yeah it's where there's giant beasts but the beasts are actually robotic so that's that's interesting yeah i'm I'm very curious to dive into that and kind of figure out what's going on who is somebody controlling them what is it for like you know what it vaguely reminds me of enslave Oh my, yeah. Yeah, it, it vaguely reminds me of that, even though that was a very heavy-handed interpretation of Journey to the West. Yes. Very mm. heavy-handed. But I, I just wanted to point that out real quick, because it reminds me of that in the sense of, you know, robotic animals, not in the sense of storyline or anything else. Right. So, moving on to another game that got announced that you're a fan of this this seemed to be very fan pandering to you for this for these announcements <laughs> well it is playstation there you go yakuza i have enjoyed those games for years um unfortunately over here in the west it takes a little bit of time to mm-hmm. get them over so a lot of these games have been over there for <laughs> or we don't even get the versions yes. of them too i know yes. they've done some that we never even got over here and when they do get over here, this boils my blood a little bit, but they cut out content that mm-hmm. they don't think us Westerners... Oh, you were really <laughs> angry about... Oh, what was it in one of them? Was it the... Um, it was the companion? Yes. They, it was the escort. Yeah, they had was this... Was it escort? It, I can't remember what it's called, but it, that's what it deals yeah. with. Yes. And, and they thought, oh, well, the Westerners wouldn't really enjoy that part of it. And I'm like, no, don't make that judgment for us. <laughs> I, I just, it's frustrating, but it's, it's all good, but they, they are making, um, Yakuza Kiwami, it's basically a remake of the first Yakuza. Oh, that's cool. But it's supposed to be, like, to the extreme, like, they're uh, gonna have a whole bunch of, it's not just, it's just, it's not a whole just bunch of new content. yeah, it's gonna have cool. new stuff with it, so I'm very excited about that. So, I'm sure a lot of people have been wondering... Why we haven't mentioned a big one that got announced. That you think a podcast covering comics, movies, video games would have talked about right off the bat. So we're going to do it now. Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. So... Miss Marvel? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Well, Captain Marvel now. Sorry, I know. Captain Marvel now. Who knows? Miss Marvel might be in it as well. They've revealed a few characters, of course, in the trailer. We got Ryu from Street Fighter. We got Mega Man X. Mm -hmm. We got Iron Man and Captain Marvel. Another one that was revealed was Morgan from the Dark Stalker series. (laughs) Tongue twister. And Captain America. Now, I'll I'll get into stuff that I know about from this, but there is speculation that the X-Men, there will be no X-Men characters in the launch. 
which I find interesting because that's kind of, in my opinion, the backbone of these fighting games. Because if I'm playing, I Wolverine's on my team. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. And when I played uh, the second one, New Age of Heroes, I had, because you could get Wolverine with the Bone Claws or with the Animantium Claws. And it yeah. was this, it, he had the same moveset, so you could technically double up on your Wolverines if you wanted to. Nice. So I'd double up on him, put Ryu in there just for the fun of it, and, you know, use that combo. So that was a lot of fun. But it's going to be two-character-based, two, uh, two and there's going to be power-ups based on the Infinity Stones. So that makes that, sense. That was interesting. Apparently, you're going to be able to get power-ups as well as you know your moves based on Infinity Stones, too. So you can manipulate time. You can manipulate. You can get power. So there's a lot of really cool aspects of that. So I'm wondering if Thanos is going to be involved in that because you can't stray too far. There was an interesting thing at the end of the trailer where it showed what looked like Ultron light up. Hmm. But then another set of eyes lit up. So I'm kind of trying to... Still piece together who that could be. So that was interesting to get that as to, to get, you know, another fighting game. Another thing they did announce that day as well was the fact that you could download Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 on PlayStation 4. <laughs> so yeah. I'm gonna I, I am decisions. I am sighing for a reason. I went, oh, I think I saw my copy for the PlayStation 3. Found my copy for the PlayStation 3. Popped it in. Found out that there was downloadable content that is no longer available to me. So now I'm like, well, well that's stinks. Yeah, that stinks. So now I'm sitting here wondering, should I get it for the PlayStation 4? Because I'm sure that their online support and stuff like that is going to soon go away for the PlayStation 3. Right. Which is sad because it's a fun game. And I'm trying to decide what I want to get it again. I mean, I feel like... Because I, I, I enjoy fighting games. Yeah. I really do. So, I mean, that's that's a tough one. Or do I just hold out until this game comes out and then get upset that I don't have Wolverine and <laughs> other characters like that in the roster? So I mean, that, that's a you thing. I have other things I'd probably be more interested in, but I know that you really do enjoy the fighting games. Interesting speculation. What Thor are they going to go with? Or, oh. or could they possibly have multiple Thors? You know, speaking of Thor and, and Captain America and Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, I have been playing Future Fight recently. Oh, you're you're pushing some of your app, your, your mobile games. <laughs> I know I'm a sucker for mobile games. Um, I'll allow it. Thank you. I actually have been enjoying that, and they're really good about having all the different versions. They actually have the female Captain America in it. Hmm. Um, they have both versions. They have Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel. Mm -hmm. um, they they have so many different. Like, if there's a version in the comics, they have that version in it. So it's, it's kind of cool, um, and you can collect comic books and all kinds of stuff in the game. So if you're looking for a fun mobile app, it's And you're a comic book fan. Yes, definitely check out Future Fight. We are not sponsored by them in any way. <laughs> she just really likes that game, I people. I do. I've been playing it a lot. <laughs> but like I said, the, the stuff they've shown looks pretty cool. Um, Mega, Man, Mega Man X being in it was neat. Yes. So there was one, there was, there's a few other tidbits here and there that were announced with this PlayStation event. 
that um, we could cover, but we're going to leave it up to you guys on, you know, what was your favorite thing that got covered in the PlayStation, in this PlayStation giant event thing that they did? PlayStation experience. The PlayStation experience, yes. What was your favorite thing? I'm just going to end with Prapper the Rapper. Ugh. HD. Do we need that? Do we not? <laughs> it's just, it's one of those games, I know a lot of people play it. I know a lot of people are fans of it, so it's cool to see it kind of reemerge, maybe make a reemergence. But as we were saying, if there is a game that we did not talk about that you're excited about, let us know. I mean, we, we kind of left some stuff off on purpose right. or other announcements that, you know, you could definitely mention on there as well. We're going to move on to one other gaming announcement real quick. They released a trailer for the new Legend of Zelda game, yeah. which I'm a big Legend of Zelda fan, so I very liked it. It, it looks interesting. It, they they kind of show that this world looks broken, like that yeah. it's not very as prestigious as the past world. So this is interesting on, you know, what's going on here? You know, what's the backstory? And... I thought something that also hinted at that was it looked like there was a statue of the Triforce, like the Triforce bird that was shattered. I saw that, and then when it showed the sword, the Master Sword at the end in the logo, it has rust on it. Oh, yeah. And it's all, like, tattered and stuff. So, interesting on what... Could that be hinting at something? Could there be more going on there? We'll find out. I just wanted to make sure to... for For the Nintendo fans, since we went very PlayStation heavy today... Well, it was PlayStation experience. It, it, it was. So, I mean, there was a lot of stuff. We weren't coming, trying to, you know, coming leave out of PlayStation. Out. Yeah, yes. but <laughs> just wanted to put that in there that they tried to throw that in there to be like, hey, by the way, don't forget this. Right. So they're staying with PlayStation. Over the summer, there was a game that came out that I bought day one. We're we're, we're sidetracking for a minute because. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll get to why we're doing this. I'll get there. But day one, played it. Really enjoyed the first few hours of it. Really got into it. Had a lot of fun with it. And I'm sure people listening did as well. I played No Man's Sky. Wah, and, wah, wah. and as a lot of people listening to this or a lot of people on the internet know, that game had a lot of backfire, a lot of backlash from it, and a lot of very unprecedented stuff happened with refunds and just the way the game was handled that I'm I'm not going to get into it on that front. I will say I don't own the game anymore. I traded it in. But the reason I'm bringing this up is they are releasing a patch or have released the patch, depending on when you're listening to this, that adds a whole new aspect of building of development to the game and the makers of the game said that they were holding off on saying anything about it because they didn't want to do anything to it was 100% finished maybe they shouldn't have released it until it was 100% finished well I don't want to steal this from somebody <laughs> but somebody else on something I was watching did point out that you know you might have just paid $60 for a beta test so and I I mean I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I did warn you. Here's the thing. If you haven't played the game, it's a very interesting. And basically, you are left in a galaxy of just endless expanse almost. Mm -hmm. And there's generated planets, generated life forms, some being just horrifically, terribly done. 
but it's randomly generated and you can go to different plants and name the systems and do all that stuff. The only problem is that's all there was to really do in the yeah. game. But now they're setting up to where you can have a home base. You can mine. You can have mining machines set up. You can have stuff to where the game kind of helps you along. You can set up like trading stuff. You can get your own ship. Didn't well, you well, say? You, sorry, you get your own ship, but you can get your own like bigger ship. Didn't you say you can also get people and and assign them tasks? Or I something? believe so. That there is some some ability to assign okay. tasks. Now this is this whole thing has been done and apparently a lot of people have said it's breathed new life into the game that a lot of like steam noticed a increase recently on their play on the play of it i think this comes at a great time for them because that was an item i did see on a lot of black friday sales Mm -hmm. here's my here's my thoughts on this though did it come too late because me being somebody who's bought the game don't own it anymore would i go back and buy it again. I'm going to say if I had bought it, I would not. But me being that I've never bought it before or played it, I probably would. If that makes sense. It does, but I'm going to continue on another thread of something real quick. A possibility of a future to come, maybe. Specu- I'm, I'm going to speculate. If they continue to improve this game... There's been plenty of other games that have come out that have been broken from the beginning Mm -hmm. that have turned into better games. I'm going to mention Destiny, but hold on. It wasn't completely broken as a game, but it improved more and more and more and more over time with expansions, with what they did to it. So the game we have now is something that is very different from when you initially started. So that... I feel like Destiny's different though because Destiny was more marketed as like a it's something MMO. that would expand. Yes, exactly. So, so. Here's, I just wanted to use that as an example of you know to show this is a game that had yeah. that happen to it. Warcraft is another example. That game has expanded beyond what it originally was. So that's the thing. This game was marketed as this what you know a completely different thing from what we got almost. Like I said, I'm not going to get into what side I'm on on that. I'm sure you might be able to tell from me talking, but that's not the discussion. It's whether in a year or so, would this game be a viable option again for people who were disappointed with it? If they keep on putting out content and adding stuff to the game, hopefully free of charge at the right. you know discretion of the fact that you know some people feel like they got you know robbed or just were not given the full experience. I, My, well, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut no, you no, off. No, go, go ahead. I feel like... They should give, you know, they can they can tell what you've downloaded when you played and it, when, yeah, when you played it. I feel like if they were willing to um, give the people that have purchased it before maybe this new content um, for free, or if they, um, or or let's say they gave the regular game to them as a free download, and then you paid a nominal fee for the new content then I think they could probably get a lot more people than if people had to go out and buy it again. That that could be a nice little thing for them to do. Who knows if they're going to do it. I think they're very much trying to win back everyone's trust because I know a lot of people were very upset about the situation that was that unfolded with the game. Now, in a year or so, this game might be a completely different thing from what we had when we got it initially, right. which would be cool because it would be them acknowledging and growing something to what it, you know, 
to a game that it should have been when it came out. But once again, do you feel robbed as buying it when it first came out? Possibly. I'm not like, like I said, that's not the discussion I want to have right now. But I just think it's interesting that they're trying to go that route with it. So just, just wanted to put that in there. That's something that's, that I've been noticing and that's been in my, my, my newsfeed for a little bit. And I just wanted to kind of voice my opinion on no man's sky, which I, I had a different rant I was going to go on a month or two ago about it, but th- my opinion sort of softened, I guess, <laughs> over time with, with seeing that, I guess I'm saying, seeing that they're making an effort is at least better than what I was initially feel how I initially felt about the situation. So I guess, hello games, you're, you're stepping in the right direction. Just hopefully continue down that path. So to close... I hinted at this earlier that, you know, there's apparently a big event in the world of the DC TV shows, you know, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and Flash. Yes. It's a big crossover event. Well, if you're waiting to hear it on here, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but I actually had a crossover event myself. Sweet. With, with the people over at... Blazing Caribou Studios. I was a guest on one of their shows, uh, which will be coming out hopefully later on this week. I'll put links on our Twitter to it. Yes. But what I will be doing is releasing a version of our discussion. They will be releasing it as well on their podcast as well, which is the... The Occasional Show? Which is a show that I guested on after I was on their Trivia Geeks show which i'll like i said i'll post a link on twitter to that so i'll be on the occasional show discussing with um their host sean burns who has who is the main showrunner of the blazing caribou studios podcast network as well as peter fisher who is the host for idap that on of course the blazing caribou studios podcast network um, I discussed with them, you know, all the stuff that happened in the DC crossover event, and we decided to make a crossover event out of the podcast. <laughs> so that was definitely a lot of fun. That, um, cool. that will be out later this week. So look forward to that because that's a very fun discussion. And I, I really enjoyed working with them. So definitely check them out over at Blazing Caribou Studios. Another podcast I'm going to mention that they have real quick that I actually had listened to recently a lot. If you're a fan of Westworld, which I know a lot of people are, and I know that it's kind of season's coming to an end. Are they going to answer all the questions? Who's really a robot? Who's not? All these questions and more could possibly be answered on the Brokebot Mountain podcast, which is a great podcast that covers everything to do with Westworld. It's a fan cast. They do a great job on it. Some interesting discussions. It's really cool because once you watch the episode, following it up by listening to that is a good way to kind of relive the episode and maybe pick out some stuff that you didn't notice the first time around because there's a lot of stuff that I didn't pick up on that they talked about on there that have led me to some interesting theories of my own on this whole Westworld series that has gotten... A lot of people very interested. So definitely check them out over there. Once again, that's Blazing Caribou Studios. And, of course, I'll post the link when I'm on the Trivia Geeks podcast for my 
<laughs> for my trivia contest and see how much I really know. Nice. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap stuff up today. What's the best ways to get a hold of us at Zygnus? Well, you can go to Facebook, Zygnus. Give us a like. Twitter, at give, Zygnus. Give us a tweet. iTunes, Zygnus. Give us a five-star review. We appreciate it. <laughs> Instagram, at Zygnus Podcast. Real fun thing about that is we normally post a cool little collage about what the episode right. would be like. So that's your little hint on Sundays on what we'll be talking about on Monday's podcast. Uh, SoundCloud Zingness. So you can, of course, find us on there. If you do not have a Apple device, so that's a great way to do that. We are yeah. also now on Google Play as well and Stitcher. So there are plenty of different ways to find us. If you want to support the channel, you can, of course, go to patreon.com slash zingness we have some stuff on there you can check out as well as always all of the music on the podcast has been done by dj golden boy 89 and we just yes. want to thank you guys for you know coming out and you know listening to this we, we had a like i said there was a lot of stuff to talk about so this episode was mainly just current events because there was a lot of stuff but i mean this week's going to be full of a lot of other fun stuff you're going to get the crossover episode of Zing this and the occasional show, mashing it up, <laughs> giving the crossover on the crossover. So that's awesome that we're going to have that. And also I'll be on Trivia Geeks, which, as I said before, I'll make sure to post the link on our Twitter, which, of course, as always, is at Zing This. want to just thank you guys again for listening to yes. us here on the podcast, and we'll see you guys next time.